New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Naturally Savvy. Andrea is away today. I love Barleen's and so does my 13-year-old daughter. I have to say, I am such a fan and it is so nice. They have so many great products. And joining me today is a wonderful Ola Lassard. She is a VP of Marketing and Communications for Barleen's. Hello, Ola. How are you? I'm great, Lisa. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, it's nice to have you on. So I'm a huge fan of these swirls. Those fish oils, mango, peach, orange, Mm -hmm. and there's a key lime pie. And you guys use xylitol, which is so great. So talk to us about Barleen's, how you got involved. And then we're going to talk about something that's super hot right now. And more and more people are asking about, which is CBD. Yeah, so um, you are not alone in loving our Omega Swirls, and I actually have some exciting news for you and your listeners, is that we're um, we're not changing that product at all, but we are going to be changing the name of it. Oh. Because, um, so let me first, for those who are not familiar with the product, let me tell you a little bit about what it is, um, and then I'm going to let you know what the name, the name's going to be changing in the next few months. So people will be kind of see it transitioning on, on, in their local stores, wherever they buy it. So... What it is, um, it is a line of products that are, we offer both fish and flax oils. Now, you know, as many people know, Barleen's actually started as a flax oil company. We still have the number one selling um, organic flax oil in the world, actually. We, oh, great. You know, it's won countless awards for taste and quality, and, and we make regular flax oil, and we make regular fish oils, too, the kind that most people are probably familiar with, either just as the oil, you know, that your grandma used to make you take off the spoon, mm-hmm. or your mom, in my case, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, soft gels. But we also have this line of emulsified fish and flax oils, and those are called Omega Swirls, um, and they're going to be changing uh, to a new name, as I said, coming fairly soon, um, which is Seriously Delicious Omega-3. And there's a really big reason we chose that name, because these, uh, we hear from a lot of people who are like, oh my gosh, this is fish oil, Are you? this is seriously delicious. So yes. they are seriously delicious. <laughs> um, and as you said, you know, your 13-year-old willingly takes fish oil, like that's a really big deal for those of us who grew up eating fish oil. Um, but they're also a serious product. And so we want people to understand that they're not just a yummy form of fish oil, but the way we, that we make those um, omega swirls, or soon to be seriously delicious omega threes, um, is that we emulsify the fish and flax oil, and that's actually important for people to understand. Um, now, those people who are listening who are chefs are probably familiar with what emulsification is. It's how you make mayonnaise. Um, basically, when you when you have an oil um, and you mix it with a water, as we know, oil and water don't mix terribly well. Um, but when you sort of whip and whip and whisk and whisk, you know, really quickly um, beat together an oil and a water-based liquid, at a certain point, a sort of a chemical reaction occurs or sort of a molecular reaction, actually, is those oil droplets get broken down into such a tiny size that they actually stay suspended in the liquid. And what happens is that liquid turns like sort of thick and creamy. So again, you think of like mayonnaise is a thicker kind of emulsification. But there are other emulsifications that you um, often do in cooking. And so you end up with a with an oil and water-based um, 
liquid that is much creamier than either one started out. They're sort of thick and creamy, and that it doesn't separate back out into the oil and layer, water layers. And and why that's important um, and why we do it isn't just because we want to have like a thicker, creamier version of fish oil, um, but because when you do that, as I mentioned, what what's happening is you're breaking down that oil molecule um, or droplet into a very tiny size, and um, that allows us to absorb it much better into our bodies. And um, the way most people sort of realize this is happening, although they don't necessarily know why it's happening, is they will take those omega swirls, emulsified fish oils, and they don't get those, like, fishy burp backs that we all experience. Um, and I think most of us know that we're supposed to take fish oil because of the really important omega-3s, or, or if people are uh, vegans or don't eat fish, they can take flax oil um, for those same omega-3s. Um, but but a lot of people stop taking their fish oil because they're burping it back all day, which is gross. Um so, you know, I kind of look at it from a, basically our, you know, oil is not something that we um, absorb very well, which is why we burp it back when we take those fish oil caplets. Or if you eat like a greasy nail, you kind of feel queasy afterward. That's your body's way of saying, I can't process this oil. Um, so when you emulsify any oil, you absorb far more of it. And of course, when you're when you're taking an oil for nutritional purposes, like a fish oil or flax oil, it's all about absorbing it, right? I mean, that's oh, how we definitely. get the nutrients. We can't get those nutrients if we're not absorbing them into our bodies. So emulsification is really important. Um, but again, most people sort of take that product and they're like, oh my gosh, it's really delicious and it's fish oil and I'm psyched. But what they don't realize is they're actually absorbing way more of the nutrients that they're trying to get. Um, so when you take a regular fish oil off a spoon, and we make wonderful high-quality fish oils, but even you know, with ours, I would say when you take fish oil off a spoon, you are not going to get nearly as high a percentage of those omega-3 fatty acids as you will if you take an emulsified fish oil or flax oil. So that's what that line is all about. So as I said, it's a really delicious product, but it's also a really serious product from a nutritional standpoint. And I'm not sure everybody really knows that part of it. They just think it's yummy fish oil, which is great too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad that you emphasize that because some, sometimes when something's that delicious, you you don't really think about the health benefits. I mean, I know we're taking it because of it's, it's healthy, obviously, but it's like, holy crud, yeah. how do they do this? <laughs> well, and you know what I think is really important to kind of for people to realize is we have a lot of people that just assume that sort of the more typical fish oil because it is sort of, you know, closer to nature, if you will. It's, it's a, the more pure form of a fish oil. They're like, oh, well, that's got to be better because it's sort of simpler and it's not yummy and delicious. And and actually, you know, while obviously you want to get a high-quality fish oil, if you want to just, you know, some people prefer taking a soft gel or some people prefer just taking fish oil off the spoon. Um, and I would say for those people, you know, quality is also really important to look for. If you don't want to take an emulsified, um, just make sure when you have a fish oil capsule, it shouldn't, it's kind of like fresh fish. If it smells fishy, it's going rancid. And so, you know, I know there have been studies where, you know, if you, if you break open fish, you know, some, some fish oil capsules that you buy in the store, they're kind of gross and you should not have a very fishy smell when you do that because that means that oil is already starting to go rancid, which, you know, affects the nutritional properties of the oil. So, you know, whether you go emulsified and, and get sort of that higher bioavailability or you use regular fish oil, you really do want to look at, you know, the quality and make sure that, um, you know that that it's it's what it should be, so that you're you're getting out of it what you're what you're trying to get out of it. 
Well, I'm so glad you mentioned the fact about, you know, isn't it better if it's just, you know, you put it on, maybe you have to plug your nose, but it's, you know, straight fish oil. It's not quote unquote fancy. And and I think your point is is really important to mention because people might think that at first, right? Like, oh, they have all these flavors. What, what are they covering up or what are they doing? Where in fact the emulsification makes it better and why not have it taste good? Right. I mean, we we get the, the cutest little videos and, and, you know, posts from, from parents and, and letters saying like, Literally, my kid will come up to me and say, like, Mom, can I have my barley? You know? <laughs> and they're like, I don't know, honey. You know, did you clean your room yet? They can off to clean their room so they can get their fish oil. I mean, I, I guarantee you this was not the scene in my house when I was growing up taking cod liver oil every day. And, and because omega-3s are so essential, you know, for brain health and eye health and, you know, all of these different things, I mean, we can't make omega-3s in our bodies. You know, some of the nutrients that our bodies need, we make a certain amount. And if we're not getting enough, we need to supplement. But we cannot make omega-3s in our bodies. Our bodies don't make them. We have to consume them. So, you know, they are so, I mean, they're called essential fatty acids for a reason. They're essential. We need to have them. And if we're not eating, you know, those fatty cold water fish, you know, three times a week, you know, we probably need to be supplementing. Most Americans, and I think it's in the 90-something percentile, are deficient in omega-3s. And this is an essential nutrient. So, um, you know, there's just so much great research out there about omega-3s and brain health and, you know, concentration in school and, you know, looking at, at, at things that are sort of brain health related in terms of, um, you know, sort of concentration issues and, and stuff like that. And, and I think, you know, it's, it's really... Um, it's really important for people to understand how important omega-3s are yeah. and find an omega-3 product that they're comfortable taking. And again, you know, some people would rather just sort of take, you know, some gel caps and some people would rather just sort of, you know, take a spoonful of, of good quality oil. And, you know, but if you can make it easy where, you know, we have people that take the omega swirls and either just eat them off a spoon or they might, you know, I squirt mine over my oatmeal or my yogurt in the morning. Um, you know, some people use them as salad dressing. Um, so there's so many ways you can use those products and sort of enjoy that thing that we really need to be doing every day. Definitely. Well, let's talk about CBD. Like I said, oh. we've been hearing more and more about it. So tell us about it and then tell us about the product that you have. Yeah. So CBD is really the hot product and a lot of people, are, you know, they're hearing about it. They're reading about it all over the news. Um and, and what CBD stands for cannabidiol, and what it is is it's one of over 85 different cannabinoids, um, which are compounds that come from cannabis plants. I mean, cannabinoids are also found in other plants as, as well, but they're, they're particularly high in cannabis plants. And I, and I do want to sort of, there's a huge misconception that I think just came from years of us sort of interchangeably using the term marijuana and cannabis. And marijuana is cannabis but it is not the only cannabis plant. And so that is where I think a lot of confusion is coming from, is that um, in uh, cannabis, I kind of look at it like oranges and lemons are both citrus fruits, right? And cannabis is like citrus. Marijuana and another plant that's sort of a cousin called hemp is also cannabis. So those marijuana and hemp are kind of like cousins that belong in the cannabis family. Um, so when we say cannabis, you know, in some cases you are talking about marijuana, uh, but when we're talking about CBD, generally speaking, we're talking about hemp, which is, is kind of that cousin plant. So CBD, um, as I mentioned, stands for cannabidiol, and it's, and it's this really interesting compound that is really found in really high levels in the hemp plant. It's also found in marijuana, but actually much, much lower levels. 
Um, marijuana is really high in THC, which is basically the compound in marijuana that gets you high. Um, and um, But hemp is actually really low in, in THC and really high in CBD. So it's a little confusing with all these letters. But essentially what people should know is when you're looking for CBD, um, in most states, if CBD was extracted from marijuana, it's still illegal, you know, and other, other than in states where, where marijuana has been legalized. But CBD from hemp um, is, is typically is legal because hemp is not a controlled substance. Um, and, and in fact, in 2014, as part of the Farm Bill, um, Congress created these, these hemp industrial pilot programs, um, industrial hemp pilot programs that basically said it was okay for them to grow hemp, to, to market it, to produce it, to, to create um, products from it. And so as long as you sort of fit under a few, under a few sort of like legislative piles, um, your you know, CBD from hemp is, is completely legal in the United States. And I think that's really important for people to understand. Um, it's complicated. It's not a really black and white, super clear-cut answer. We actually have a, some FAQs on our, on our website um, that really explain how to understand if a product you're looking at is legal, whether it's okay, and also understand what, what it does and, um, in your body. So, uh, but CBD is a really, it's a really trendy product right now. Um, and honestly, I think it's the real deal. You know, we did a lot of research around CBD and understanding it and understanding whether it was, um, beneficial for people before we as a company decided to launch, um, a product line for CBD. And, um, you know, we're, we're really pretty impressed with the stories that we're hearing from people, from what we're learning about people using CBD and benefiting from it. And so, um, you know, Barleans has been around for a long time. We're a 29-year-old company. We've been making healthy oils for 29 years. So, you know, we don't launch product lines lightly, um, especially ones that are a little bit controversial. But this was one that, that the Barleen family just really looked at and thought, now there's, this is, this is a great product and we want to make sure people have access to it and that they have access to a sort of a high quality CBD product from a, from a company that they know that they can trust. You know, it's interesting because I've been reading more and more about how it can relieve pain and inflammation and reduce anxiety and relieve nausea and promote cardiovascular health. So it's something that I've wanted to try. And, and I know that you feel strongly that people need to go and do their research, right? And, and figure out for themselves is this is something that's right for them. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good point, Lisa. And, you know, there is a lot of great research that's been that's already been done and is continuing to be done around CBD. And, you know, but there's a lot of confusing information out there, too. So, you know, what we really recommend people to do is, you know, to, to get on the web and, and to do research, but, but really go to some reputable sources for that research so that they know, you know, that they're not sort of getting a slanted opinion from a manufacturer or somebody who has a vested interest. So we try to point people to, you know, places like the National Institutes of Health, you know, NIH.gov, where there's some tremendous, you know, you can look at a lot of the studies that have been done and kind of understand, you know, what they're studying CBD around, what, you know, what uh, conditions or, you know, aspects of health are sort of being looked at. WebMD.com is another great place to go. Medscape.com, which is a resource that's used by a lot of healthcare providers, physicians, and, and other healthcare providers. And then um, Colorado State University has an Institute of Cannabis Research. So um, that's at csupueblo.edu. So there's just some great, very reputable places that people can go to dig into what research is being done, to kind of look up what they're interested in and CBD and sort of see if there's been research already done. Because there's just 
a lot happening in research right now, and there has been for quite some time. There are hundreds and hundreds of studies around CBD for all sorts of different things, and it's pretty fascinating, you know, what's going on, and it's and it's very exciting what's hap- what the research is ha- showing up in a lot of the stuff. That sounds exciting. Now, you mentioned that you hear from people who get it. They're just noticing a difference in, in from taking it. You know, it's kind of interesting. So people sort of ask us, you know, um, you know, will I feel something right away? Will I not? I mean, it really, and every body is different, as we know. And there are people who say, wow, if I take CBD, I immediately feel something in my body. And then there are other people who say, you know, I really don't immediately feel something in my body. But over time, you know, I notice some changes. So CBD acts on a system in our body called the um, endocannabinoid system, the ECS. And, you know, just like we have a digestive system and a respiratory system, you know, we have this ECS. It's, it's And it is a system that's in charge of kind of balancing our body. So sort of like a tightrope walker kind of has to keep adjusting to stay in balance. Our ECS is responsible for that role in our body. It's, it's what we call homeostasis. It's the balancing of our system. And that is what that system does. Now, um, cannabinoids like CBD act upon, there are receptors in that system. There are, are two different kinds of receptors. And not to go into too deep a detail, and again, we have got some really good deep dive information in, in our FAQs that people can kind of dig in. But basically, there are CBD1 receptors and CBD2 receptors, and they're located a little bit in different parts of our body, a lot in the brain, a lot of our immune system, our digestive system, so really critical places throughout our body. And they have these receptors, and cannabinoids fit into those receptors, kind of like keys fit into a lock. And so um, CBD kind of acts upon those um, those CB receptors and almost like it turbocharges, it kind of activates them. It helps them kind of crank up. And what I think is really important for people to also understand is that we make uh, cannabinoids in our bodies. We don't just get them from plants like hemp. We have what's called endocannabinoids that our body produces to work, make the system work. And endo means within. So these are cannabinoids from within. And then there are phytocannabinoids phyto meaning plant, you know, cannabinoids that come from the from plants. And as I said, hemp happens to be the one that has like a very high concentration of CBD. Um, but there are a lot of plants that we already eat. Flax has cannabinoids. They're just, you know, all these plants that we know to be nutritious plants and, and you know, they contain, among other things, cannabinoids. So we make cannabinoids in our body. And then again, we can get additional cannabinoids that can also fit, you know, fit the keys, fit, you know, into those locks, basically, in our ECS, our endocannabinoid system, to help our body stay balanced, be able to, um, you know, deal with stresses, be able to, you know, um, kind of rest properly. All of the things that our body does to keep itself balanced, that's what this system does, and that's what CBD is acting upon. It's acting upon that system and kind of giving it that little boost that it needs. Oh, that's great. Now, you have extra strength, ideal CBD Hemp, and it comes in a smaller bottle, and it has uh, what is that called? I'm spacing out on the name of that. It's almost like a tincture kind of. Oh yeah, it's like a little, little dropper. Yep. A dropper. Yep. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot that word. <laughs> anyway, I'm like, what is that thing? It is called a dropper. So I'm assuming yep. that this is something that's much less than taking a, you know, because your your uh, the bottles of the fish oil are much larger. So I'm assuming this is something oh, yeah. that you just take. That's that's like a small amount, obviously, with a dropper. It's a yeah, so the serving size for um, 
we, we, we have two different products that we launched initially. We have an extra strength, which has 25 milligrams of CBD per serving. Um, and that serving size is just 20 drops. So, um, and then we also actually have uh, a USDA certified organic CBD hemp oil, and that has 10 milligrams of CBD per serving. And again, it's that same 20 drops. And what we recommend to, for people to do is to just take the dropper, you know, put it under their tongue and sort of hold that oil under your tongue for, you know, like somewhere between 30 and 60 seconds, um, as opposed to just swallowing it. And the reason for that is um, taking it sublingually or under the tongue is has a much better absorption rate. Again, it's back to that absorption, right? Like we can only get the nutrients that we absorb out of our product. So we want to find the best way to absorb whatever we're taking. And so under the tongue has a much higher absorption rate than if you just swallow CBD and absorb it through your stomach. So that's just, again, something for people to be aware of. Um, there are a lot of great CBD products out there. There are a lot of really good companies making CBD. Um, so, you know, whatever you're looking for, look for, you know, do a little research on that absorption rate and understand the best ways to sort of absorb what you're taking and, and get the most out of them. So you just put the drops under your tongue, kind of hold them there. Um, ours have kind of a mild mint flavor, not very strong. And then, you know, you can kind of swallow from there. But that gives you, your body a better chance to absorb it. Um, the other thing I should say, Lisa, is we also recommend people don't necessarily, just because we put 20 drops as, you know, our recommended serving size, doesn't mean that you need to start with 20 drops. Um, you cannot overdose on CBD. It's never happened. Um, you know, you would get ill from just consuming gallons of oil before you would ever, you know, have any kind of concern. So it's you can take more than 20 drops if that is right for you. But we usually recommend people start with, you know, four or five drops. Sort of, you know, do like a little check-in. How do you feel? Um, do you feel anything different? Maybe to try that for a few days, see what you think. And and I think that that's the best way to go. We sort of say low and slow. You don't have to take as many as we have as our recommended serving size. But if you feel that more is beneficial to you, then more is also okay. Ola, is there anything else you wanted to add today? And, of course, include your website. I'm such a huge fan of Barlene's. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, really, you know, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to people. I encourage them to to look at CBD and, and look at the research that's being done. Um, you know, we really believe it's it's a great product. And, and, and again, not just ours as a company, we really believe in supporting, you know, other other companies that are making great products. There are some really reputable CBD companies out there. It is a little bit of a Wild West, though, so people really should know, you know, do the research on whatever company, whatever brand they're buying for CBD, Make sure that they, you know, are getting the third-party testing, independent lab testing. Um, make sure that they, you know, that they know it's coming from a reputable company. Uh, make sure that it's sourced from hemp. You know, th there's some research to be done around these products, but I think when people do the research, they'll find that, you know, there's Barlene and Barlene's, and then, you know, there's some other great companies out there as well that are making really solid, good, um, trustable products, and that's important to look for. So. Um, and as I said, we have some great um, educational information on our website. So whether people are interested in our CBD or someone else's, they can learn a lot about these products. And we just have that at um, go.barleans.com backslash CBD. So that's another resource for people. But, you know, people can go visit our website and, and learn as much as they can and then go out and make some good choices around it. But we're excited to, to be bringing these products forward. We really believe in them. And we think that you know, there's there's a good reason that CBD is in the news. Um, it's it's a very interesting product, and and I, I think people, you know, it deserves people kind of doing a little bit of research and looking into it. 
Well, it sounds great. I'm so glad you came on this show today. I want to thank everyone for listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. Andrea will be back with us next time. In the meantime, you can check us out at naturallysavvy.com, at Naturally Savvy, at Andrea Donsky, at Health Media Gal One, and at your Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.